Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. And in the last week now of the month of Our Lady of Sorrows, so if you have not had the chance yet to pray the rosary of the seven sorrows in this uh, penitential season, especially now because we're in that period, um, we're almost at the Feast of St. Michael. And so we're in that period between the Holy Cross and St. Michael, which is a sort of proper penitential season that leads us up and gets us ready for the Feast of All Hallows on the 1st of November. And, uh, the, uh, and of course, All Souls on the 2nd of November, uh, as we pray for those uh, who have gone before us, celebrate the Church Triumphant, uh, intercede on, on the behalf of the Church Suffering and continue moving forward as the church militant. That's what this season is all about. And all of it is itself preparation for Advent and the coming of Christ, which, historically speaking, was always regarded as a time to prepare for the second coming. It was a very apocalyptic time in Advent, uh, which I suppose is not surprising. You look around, you leaves starting to fall off the trees. The season of death is upon us. Uh, and that leads us to reflect on the four last things of uh, uh, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. So it, it's an appropriate thing and not too surprising that the church should have it set up so. I have a prayer request in the inbox today. I've got two, actually, from the same uh, gentleman. And you know what? I, I just emailed him. I, I just emailed you before I started doing the recording here and told you that one prayer would be today and the other prayer would be tomorrow. But upon reflection, because of the fact that we're dealing with the uh, with physical danger on the part of one of the intentions, I think I'm going to swap the two of them. So today I want to pray for Harambison is... Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say the name without laughing. Uh, it's, a, it's an old meme, sir, but it checks out. Uh, Harambe son uh, wrote in, and uh, his prayer intention is actually not a laughing matter at all. And that is, uh, he has a, a very dear friend, a father figure is how he refers to him, uh, who shall go by T, uh, who has been admitted to the ICU as of yesterday. I don't have any details as to why, but that's never a good thing. It's always difficult. It leaves you in a lot of doubt. Uh, I know that uh, I had a child in the NICU, and even though it was largely routine, and it was really, it was, you know, they bring babies in there sometimes as precautions, and you're still just wringing your hands the whole time, pulling your hair out, just absolutely desperate for it to all be over, and for the for your loved one to be healthy, and just get out of that place, even though. You know, it's you're told again and again. It's routine. It's precautionary. Everything's fine. And then your heart goes out to the people who whose loved ones are in there because it's not routine. It's not precautionary. It's really very serious. And I don't know which category T here falls into, uh, but I want to pray for him. I want to pray for his perfect healing. I want to pray for his family and for the uh, reassurance and resting of their anxieties uh, by the hand of God and uh, our blessed mother especially who is always a comforter and uh, I want to pray for for all of them and for Harambe son himself now if you have an intention 
that you'd like to send in, uh, you can send it to dailydecketrequests at protonmail.com, which is what our petitioner today did. You can also uh, drop me a line on Gab. We had one not too long ago. It's at the Daily Decket on Gab. Uh, we're also, of course, we have our website. Feel free to comment on any one of the posts that are on there. Um, I, I want to start getting something a little bit more regular. I might start posting Saints Days on there if I have the time and the uh, and the, the forethought to be able to do that. Uh, and you can comment on any one of those. Any comment you leave anywhere on the site, I will see that a comment has been made. I will check and moderate the comment. So if there's a prayer request in there, I will see it. Uh, that, and, of course, you can also comment where we're syndicated at exodusamericanus.com. So you've got a lot of different options here, some of them public, some of them private. If you'd like to maintain your privacy, I certainly encourage you to email, uh, even just a brief email. It only has to be, it, it could be one line. Just say, pray for so-and-so. I'll be happy to pray for you. And as a reminder to regular listeners, don't forget the reason why we do this, the reason why I do this, uh, is as a matter of personal reparation. Just uh, pray for strangers. To, pray, to pray is a powerful thing. Uh, and it's something that God desires of us. And it's a, it's a responsibility. And I take that upon myself, not in, a, not in a boasting way. God forbid that I should boast in anything but the cross. But I take it on as a, a, as a form of reparation for my own sins. And so I, I really, I, I'm asking you to do me a favor when I ask you to write in your prayers and send your prayer requests in to me because it's giving me something. There is a, a selfish element to it. Uh, I ask your forgiveness if it is selfish. It seems wrong to send prayers into somebody who's doing it for themselves, but uh, it, is, uh, it is something uh, that benefits both of us. It's, uh, it's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> So do, do send those prayers in. And I've got a lot lined up, too. I've still got some going through the week. But I will, as soon as I hit a, a, a stopping point with any one of the prayers that I have coming in for the prayer chats that I'm in or any place else on Telegram, uh, I, I give priority to the next group, to all of my emails, and then to my gab requests, uh, etc. So that's the order in which I generally go when I'm choosing who to pray for, to, to whom, for whom to pray, and when to say those prayers. And just for your information. Now, having gotten all that petty nonsense out of the way, let's do the serious work. We have our rosaries. And let's turn our hearts and our minds to God and pray for T, for His perfect healing, his health, safety, and well-being, and the relief of the anxiety of those who love him. Today is a Monday, so we shall pray in Latin. In the in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater noster, quies in celis, sanctificere nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cedo et in terra. Panum nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et de midi nobis debita nostra, sicud et nostrum animus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nostra mano. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. 
Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Teco. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Gloria Patria, Fidio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicurera in principio, et nunc et semper, et in seculus seculorum. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, Vita Dolcedo et Spes Nostre, Salve. A te clamamus, exulis filia evi, a te suspiramus, gementes et plentes, in hac lacrimarum vale. Ea ergo, advocata nostra, idos tuas misericordes oculos ad nos converte. Et Jesum, beatum fructum, ventris tui, nobis postoc exilium ostende. O Clemens, o Pia, o Dulci Virgo Maria. Ora pro nobis, sancta Dei genetrix, ut digni officiamor promissionibus Christi. Oremus. Pour forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, 
was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O St. Luke, the evangelist, who in your past life was a physician and became, through discipleship, a physician of souls and brought healing in the words of your gospel and hope to those who had none. We humbly ask thy intercession now on behalf of the servant of God, T, and his family, him for his physical healing, and for both him and for his family, a complete healing, a rest from anxiety, and a, an inward turning to the message which thou dost convey in thy gospel. And we ask this in the name of the same Jesus Christ to whom you bore witness, who livest and reignest now with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us facing our hopes and our despairs, our difficulties, our challenges, Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Sacratissimum Coriezu, Miserere Nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezu, Miserere Nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezu, Advenir Regnum Tum. In nomine Patris, Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. for today, I have uh, I had a bunch of things lined up last week. The one that kind of struck me this morning though, I had a I, you know, you're driving the car and you're, you're trying to get ready for the day and uh, I mean it's not like I'm doing my hair or shaving in front of the car mirror. <laughs> I always thought that was a, a, a very amusing and rather ridiculous notion that someone would have a, an electric razor shaving while they're in traffic. I don't know how in the world you'd be able to see properly in the mirrors in your car, but I suppose if you're desperate, it works. I, um, but it is true that you know we pay attention to what other people are doing, and sometimes you know, we're worse drivers than other people are, and they're worse drivers than we are, and sometimes we're worse than they are and think they're worse than we are. The interaction with other people in the midst of trying to operate the machinery that you're trying to operate, almost in competition, inevitably breeds some friction. This is why we have road rage incidents. And it occurs to me that that's not just driving. It happens throughout our day. And I wonder how many of us are fully aware of it. I wonder myself how much I'm aware of it as I go through the day and I... You know, I, well, what I did was I was on the on the on ramp, and uh, I went and I somebody had uh, leaned on the horn behind me for no particular reason. As uh, the other the person that was in front of me uh, was giving someone else the right of way, which they're supposed to do, is legal term. And uh, they leaned on the horn behind me, which I took some exception to. 
and uh, the temptation to brake check them all the way onto the onto the interstate was state was very strong <laughs> and i had to catch myself and say what in the world are you doing you're taking petty revenge for a petty offense against your petty ego and so in the end i stopped and i, I said a um actually i said psalm 50 i Say that didn't even say an act of contrition. I recited Psalm 50 uh, because it, it's, it's one of those things that just comes to mind very quickly. And it occurred to me, you know, all of us throughout our day, wherever friction arises between us and another person, inevitably we must fall into some venial sin when we acknowledge to ourselves just how blasted annoying that other person has been how wrong they are, and how dare they form the opinion of me that they are no doubt forming in their heads. You, you have incidents like that. And it's petty, and it's really rather womanly. And no offense, ladies, but you know that it is. And, uh, and on top of all of that, it's, uh, it's sinful. At its base, it's sinful. Now, it's not a mortal sin. It's not something that completely kills your relationship with God unless you're doing it every day uh, with abandon and no real awareness of uh, the uh, of of what you should be doing. You just give yourself over to it. Uh, that's that can turn into a mortal sin, but for the most part, it's a venial sin, and it's one that really has no reason to exist. We can go throughout our day without really being bothered by other people. It is actually possible. It requires some measure of willpower, but it is, in fact, possible. And I wonder how many of us, when we actually fall into one of these traps, and we become somewhat nasty or petty, and we seek these petty revenges upon people, you know, you do something out of spite. When you do something out of spite, what you're doing is you're exacting a revenge, and it's usually a petty revenge. Most people don't get the chance to do the really grand revenges, you know. Revenge is a dish best served cold, all of that. None of us get to be re- really get to be Macbeth. Uh, we just, our lives are simply too mundane. But in the mundanity of it all, in this quotidian uh, struggle that we engage in, and other large vocabulary words that show off my ego, we do run into a lot of situations multiple situations every day probably as many as there are hours in the day in which we have the opportunity to take to act spitefully and in so doing to take revenge to revenge ourselves upon those that have given us offense and of course as Christians we know that the only one who has the right to avenge himself upon offenses is our Lord because all offenses are offenses against his righteousness and so he has native to him the right to avenge himself. We do not possess that. Our Lord may avenge us upon our enemies if we are worthy of it. He may shield us from our enemies and protect us from our enemies. But we are not uh, capable is the wrong word. Competent. There we are. We are not competent to revenge ourselves. And so every time we do something petty and spiteful, we're arrogating to ourselves an action that really belongs to God. Even though it seems small, you know, brake-checking somebody on the highway because they're driving in a way that you don't want them to drive is a... It seems so small and so insignificant. 
how in the world could it possibly be an offense against God? How in the world could it possibly be, uh, you know, a, a an irrigation of any kind of power? And yet it is. And it is in these little things, I think, that most of our sins reside and where the devil can get us the easiest. You know, the big things that you know are sins, that you commit them, and you, know, you feel the weight on your shoulders, you feel original sin happening. Uh, or uh, the manifestation of sin, the consequences of sin, temporal punishment, there we are. We feel, you feel all that happening. In in these cases, we have an opportunity to immediately rectify everything that we're doing, and it is something that we should get it, be in the habit of doing for as often as because you could do a daily exam, you could do a weekly examination of conscience, you can do all of those sorts of things. But the longer that you wait to do it the more difficult it will be to do it. And I forget which saint it was that said it. I want to say that it was one of the Desert Fathers who had remarked that uh, we should not feel ashamed of ourselves when we repent. In other words, when you go to confession, uh, what you're manifesting is embarrassment. You should, And you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself when you're confessing because at that point you're repenting. I mean, unless you're giving a bad confession, in which case you're sinning at that point. But you shouldn't feel ashamed then. Feel ashamed when you sin and repent immediately and act upon that repentance. And so I'm I'm going to try to cultivate this in myself and to say uh, some kind of act of contrition the minute I find myself, catch myself falling into any kind of these sins. And... It's a reminder to us that we have many different kinds of prayers to say throughout the day. And one of those is an act of, is our contritionary prayers, uh, prayers of, of regret and repentance, which is what God has always called us to. It's his primary goal, in fact, for us to repent, first and foremost. That's what he wants us to do. That's what St. John said when he was sent. To the river Jordan, he preached, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Our blessed Lord said the same thing, and he gave us a specific and concrete way in which we can repent, which is to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. And furthermore, throughout the ages, the church has always taught this above all penance, penance, penance. And that itself is a quote from Our Lady at Lourdes. She says, Penance, penance, penance. Pray for poor sinners. She says the same thing of Fatima says the same thing at uh, Rudebach, Miraculous Metal. Same thing at La Salette. Do penance. Do repar- make reparation for the sins of men, for they are great. And the best thing to do is to start with ourselves. We cannot uh, really understand what we're praying for. If we're praying for the, penit- the repentance of all men, we can't really understand what that means unless we are first repenting of our own sins, our own individual and particular sins. And if I've learned anything, it's that as you repent, you find more sins to repent of. Sins that were previously hidden. You know, like, um, like maggots in the, in the ground, or the, the, what do you call them, not maggots, uh, grubs. Like grubs hidden in the soil in the garden. You can see the disease and the, and the plight on the garden on the surface. 
you turn over the soil, it's only when you turn over the soil, when you tend to the garden, that you see all the, the, gr- the root-eating grubs and, and bug larvae that are living in the earth and doing damage to the crops above. Uh, the, the boll weevil is rather like this. I know that the June bug is too. The real June bug problem in my uh, yard, in my garden. But you spot these things. The more you look, the more you dig, the more you tend to the garden, the more likely you are to see these things which are buried and hidden. And so, whenever we catch ourselves falling into one of these sins, to take us time to pause and retreat into our own minds for a moment and examine what we've just done, what we've just said, and why, for some reason, we may have a pang of conscience. And repent there and then, on the spot. Make a small, short act of contrition. You know, I'm not saying that you have to make a big show of yourself. You're walking down the aisle of the grocery store. You don't drop to your knees and start praying out loud, out, out loud necessarily. But you catch yourself doing something and you repent of it immediately. If that requires the restoration of a property that you have destroyed or, uh, your, or, or something of that sort, then you know you make reparation in addition to your in, in addition to making penance. But in any case, to act immediately both prevents us from remaining in a state of deep venial sin in such a way that it can give way to mortal sin. And it also helps us that when we go to confession and when we are standing before the Lord and we are admitting to our faults, we have a much clearer picture of what they are. And so, my prayer today, and actually I feel like I'm running a little short here, but maybe not, about the right time. My prayer today is that all of us will have the gift from the Holy Ghost to see our sins, first and foremost, because we can't do any of the rest of it until we see them. And my prayer today is that we do see them, and that all of us see them, even the most petty of them, perhaps most the most petty of them, that we might be able to repent in the moment and turn away from that sin such that it does not form into a habit, and instead replace it with habits of virtue, that we might take step by step the path laid out for us by our Lord and follow Him into heavenly joy and His eternal glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.